Hey, 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 welcome to the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. I am your host, Rolinda, and I am here as your coach, your spiritual advisor, to guide you through your healing while dropping some spiritual wisdom Jesus nuggets. The Psalms of My Emotions comes from my testimony of overcoming emotional turmoil that ultimately led me to my purpose. And my prayers for this podcast is that it will lead you all that are listening to your purpose while gaining the tools in the podcast for your healing. Let us hop right into another episode and let the healing begin. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Emotion Monday. Um, Just wanted to jump on here. It is our day, day of upliftment and encouragement, a day of, um, you know, maybe this will be confirmation for you. So welcome, 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 welcome to the live podcast. I'm so excited for today's discussion. I'm just going to go ahead and get my disclaimers out. Um, If this is your first time here, this is Emotion Monday. Um, I live stream on Mondays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can listen audibly on anywhere where you can listen to your favorite, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. It could be on Apple, Google, um, Amazon Music, Pandora. Anywhere where you listen to your podcast, this will be uploaded later, but you can also watch this live on uh, Facebook, on YouTube. (laughs) You know, um, I'm thinking of doing Instagram pretty soon. I just, you know, I hide a little bit. I still hide a little bit. Uh, um, TikTok may be another thing too. I'm not sure. Um, but yes, I will try to expand and, and, and let this be live more because I know I advertise a lot on Instagram and I don't go live on Instagram. So it just only makes sense to do that. <laughs> so welcome you guys to Emotion. Monday e is uh, emotion is a play on words. E is electronic. Motion is movement. This is where you get your push. Um, this is where you get your Jesus nuggets. I call them Jesus nuggets. Um, it's just um, downloads, revelations, uh, things that God gives me to share with you all. I feel like when God gives something to me that solves me and is life changing, I want to share it with you all. I want to share it with whomever will listen, you know, and take these because I wish I had, you know, these nuggets, right? When I was going through my trials and things, right? So I wish someone would have guided me um, as as is in this way, and I would have found this podcast or would have found, you know, this medium when I needed it the most ten years ago, right? <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. And then as I announced last week, or the week before, yeah, last week or the week before last, I can't remember if I didn't go live last week, um, that I do have a mentorship um, subscription 
to my podcast. It's through the podcast. It's not through social media, but it's through the podcast. This is a way for any listeners to listen and support the podcast. And in return, you will get these nuggets, deeper nuggets, right? More than I've been sharing on here. There's so many perks to um, gain in this program. There's two levels. The first level, and like I said, you guys, it's really like reasonably where you can do so. And even, I mean, a little goes a long way. $2.99 is the first level. Um, $4.99 is the second level. But the second level includes more... Um, discount codes. You get 20% instead of 10% of the first level. And also um, off of my classes, I have academies that are coming up. One is a, a podcast academy, right? Where I will teach you about all things podcasting. And the second one is for, you know, I give you guys a sneak peek, is for the singles. It is for the singles that are not in purpose, okay? <laughs> It's, it's good. The singles that need direction, the singles that need healing to find your purpose. And we're going to get into that and finding your purpose, right? But you got to get past that that hurt. You got to get past those wounds. What's preventing you from searching out what God is calling you to do, okay? So I have two avenues, the podcast one. I might as well use my degree, y'all. I have a degree in... Um, uh, a bachelor's degree in radio TV broadcasting. So I'm using it in that, you know, so I'm, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do things, especially creativity, right? To know how to um, overcome that fear of pushing that button to go live, to recording your podcast, to coming up with topics, to know what how to say and what to say, right? So it's just the aesthetics of those. I don't think a lot of people kind of teach on that. Um, there's techie things that you can learn, but no one really kind of teaches the aesthetics. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I think that's all my disclaimer. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this topic. This also streams on YouTube, guys. So if you don't like this uh, Facebook or whatever. You can also watch it on YouTube. I'm a YouTube person. I turn on YouTube on TV and watch streams all the time. So if you guys want to do that, you very well can do that as you please. So look, I'm just filling with my hair. Lord help me. Um, so let the guys know the hashtag is let the healing begin. So it is a new version of you. The topic today is a new version of you. Will you become, will you become a new version of you? And I'm going to let you guys know where this came from. Um, this came from, um, sometimes I binge watch on older shows or, you know, whatever. I binge watch on older shows and um it was a theme song in the last couple seasons of the show. I, I'm not even going to bother to tell you guys what the show is. It's so old. You guys probably wouldn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the theme song at the end, um, and I was singing it, and I burst out into tears uh, one night singing it because I knew God was talking to me in that moment. Um and basically the lyrics are real simple. It's like, will you become, will you become a new version of you? Right. And I just kept singing it and it was like a new version of you. And then it says, I need a new version of me. 
I need a new version of me. And I felt God talking to me, you know, in that moment that I was like, okay, I guess that's the topic. We're going to talk about becoming a new version of you. Will you become a new version of you? And I believe that is a question that God is asking a lot of you. Will you become a new version of you, right? So we're going to get in deep what that means. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be tonight. You guys know usually I'm on here for an hour, but we'll see where this takes us, right? I have my little notes, but you know, um, I've learned to let God speak, okay? So you guys know I have to break down the basic definition of some things. So we have new, which means not existing before, made, introduced, or discovered recently, or now for the first time. That is the definition of new. Um, version, you know, when I said, are you a new, um, can you become a new version of you? Version is like a form, a turning, right? It's a form of a thing. It's a turning. So if you even think about it in that way, when someone says, you know, I did a, a, a total 180, right? You know, like you turned, but it's in a different direction, right? So this is another version. This is the version that you have not seen before, right? A version that um, is even foreign to yourself, right? And that, and we'll get into that and why it's so hard to be and step into a new thing, right? You know, we all get excited and say new, new. And that is definitely a word of the Lord for the season because I've heard, heard it everywhere that God wants to do something new, everything new, right? Everything has to be new, right? That is definitely a word. But People get excited for hearing the word new, that you don't understand what it takes for the new to come about. You don't understand what has to be, what has to die before the new comes forth, right? You know, even a plant, you know, um, and I talked about it before, a seed that has been planted has to die before it sprouts up, before it becomes, before it becomes a flower, before it becomes, you know, vegetable or whatever that seed produced, it has to die in the dirt. It has to die in it where no one even sees it, right? It's buried, right? So people may think that it's gone, it's forgotten. And when they forget about it, here comes this bloom, here comes this flower, here comes this, um, this creation that has come out of this new thing that had to die right? So um, new inversion and, you know, form of something that is different in some way from other forms. So, you know, you guys know when I have my titles, you know, it's definitely deeper, <laughs> deeper than what it appears, right? Um, so even when I just read this just now, a form of something that is different in some way from other forms, right? So when God is calling forth for you to be new, to be a new version, you know, to be new. That means you're not like everybody else. You are different, right? No one can compare you to anyone else, right? Even when the plant is living and producing, new growth on plants requires pruning as well. Come on, let's take that. Yep, that's right, Claire. Take it a little deeper. <laughs> that's it. It's, it doesn't stop. And I wanted to get into that. It doesn't stop. 
you're continuing, you're keep, you keep on going, you keep on dying, right? You know, to your old self. So anytime that God comes and says, you know, I'm going to, and I'm going to, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting excited. Uh, I'm coming to do a new thing. Something has to die, right? Like I said, we get so excited about God, you're going to do new, all things new. And even in the season of my life that I'm in now, you know, um, and what I went through last year, um, when God revealed to me exactly how new, no, that's okay. You are pushing me good. <laughs> Thank you, Clad. <laughs> well, my podcast list is going to be like, who is this Clad? It's okay. Clad is going to be, if you sign up for the mentorship podcast, you will, you know, it's coming. You're going to hear an interview. It's going to be like a mentee mentor moment you know, with people that I do pour into. We're going to have exclusive interviews that you only can get when you subscribe. So if you want to hear it, you got to subscribe. Okay, shameless plug. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, yeah, that, that, that pruning, right? That pruning that has to happen, a continual cutting, you're going to continually get cut. Everybody gets excited about the new. Okay, I'm back on track. And so where I was at in my life, especially last year, because I knew God wanted to do things totally new. At the same time, it scared me because how he was explaining to me was that everything was going to be unrecognizable, right? I can't go back to it. I can't even... um go back into it in memory, like how he was explaining to me is like, you know, you're basically starting over new, new, new territory, new, new, everything, right? New everything. Even though you get excited because you're like new, you know, new home, new house, new money, new, all of this is new. But then it's like, but I was comfortable, right? Comfortable because it was familiar. Comfortable because I can navigate right? I know what's what. I know what's coming around the corner. I know how this goes. I know how that goes. And sometimes we get comfortable because we know the motion of a, how our life is going. We know the motion. We know everything. But when God wants to wipe that totally out and says, okay, I need to bring you up to a new level. Will you become that? I'm asking y'all, will you become that, right? You can't go Tito teeter-totter, right? Where once you get tired or once this new thing becomes challenging, you can relax back into the old thing. God won't allow you to do that. And you won't even feel comfortable. You you would be so just like torn. Like I, I want to go be back because it's comfortable because I'm familiar with this ground and this territory and this atmosphere, right? And I thought I wanted new, but it's too, it's, it's, it's hard. I actually got to work. <laughs> I actually have to do things. Like I actually have to, um, you know, I just actually have to to do th it's something new. I'm not familiar with this. Even yourself, right? Like you have to 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 be and do different things. God is pushing. God is challenging you to more, right? He's telling you, okay, um, I want you to launch this business. I want you to launch that podcast. I want you to launch you know, um, you know, I want you to get married. Even that, that's a new 
territory. You can't go back to being single unless you go this, you know, y'all know my story about that. You can't just switch back to going single and then say, okay, I'm tired of being single. Let me get ma be married again. Oh, well, I'm tired of being married. Let me go lean back into being single. You can't do that, right? Ooh, that coming out of the comfort can be hard. Yes, it is hard. But we, you know, just get so excited about the new thing all the time. But when it comes to God, are you understanding what that requires? Are you understanding what you have to do to become that, right? So um, new used to draw a, so new um, in the Bible is used to draw a contrast with the old. The former things pass away and all things are made new. Like I was saying, you guys, like something has to die. So you're getting excited about this new thing. But there's a part of you that you've been so comfortable with that has to die. It has to be left behind, right? That's what happened with, you know, Abraham and some things that he got in trouble with is because, you know, God told him to leave, leave your father's house, leave and, and, you know, just go, just go. But what did he do? He goes and take Lot, right? He takes Lot with him. Because this is my nephew, you know, this is my family. This is what I'm familiar with. Still trying to bring a piece of familiarity, right, to the situation. Yes, the new makes you lean on God even more because it's unknown territory. New requires your increasing your faith. And that's it, right? You know, when you really get down to that thing, you will realize, God, okay, now you're requiring another level of faith from me, right? How am I going to do this? God don't want you to, re to get it on your own. He wants you to lean on him for it. He wants you to lean on him for direction. He wants you to lean on him to navigate, to give you directions and, and, and get the navigation tools. He wants you to lean on him. And that could be scary because we know God is spirit. That's not something, you know, he's not something that we can just see all the time, right? That we can't see, we can't touch him. But all we got to do is just get in the space to hear him, right? And let's see. And that's why I think it can be hard. Sometimes we pray for it and pray for it and happy, but don't realize what it's going to cost us, right? You know, like my mom, she always says, you know, counting up the cost. We don't count up the cost of this new thing, right? Like, you know, you guys, I gave examples of like, you know, moving to a new territory. And even in my church, I taught Sunday school and I asked them, I said, you know, when God tells you to leave, right? He has this promise for you. Like he did Abraham, tells you to leave from all that you know, right? Because Abraham was very well old in age. His life, he was settled. He was 75, 74 he was settled and God made his this promise. So you think about it. Abraham lacked nothing. Abraham had money. Abraham had home. Abraham had cattle, livestock, everything. And God told him to leave. And I'm going to make a nation, right? I'm going to, nations are going to come from you. And with him and his wife not bearing a child ever, that is only one thing that he didn't have that God promised him. And he went along and followed God by faith, right? But he took a lot. But, you know, that was a whole purpose in itself, how that even worked out, right? And so 
you know, you leave this whole thing and you're like, well, God, I was comfortable. I really kind of didn't want anything but this child that you promised me. <laughs> right. And so he brought it and he went. But then think about it in, in your in today's time. Like I asked the class, I was like, what if God told you to leave your church? Right. I mean, you know, the church, you know, the in and outs of what you do, you serving, you know, he told you to move. You got to leave your church. You got to leave what you, you, you are just so multifaceted that, you know, everything, you know, the ins and outs, you know, people, they know you. What if you had to leave that? Right. Nothing, nothing's wrong. He just told you to leave. Would you have faith enough to leave? Right. Because sometimes God to make you leave things and it doesn't matter if you have a problem with it. Right. You don't wait till you get mad <laughs> and tell you to leave. Right. Yes, Billy. Faith is our receptor and we can't but receive the new without faith. We can't move into the new without faith. Right. And we can't even please God without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right. You know, it is impossible. If you don't have faith, it's because if you don't have it, you're not going to move. If you don't have faith in God, you're not going to move. <laughs> That's what that is saying. Right. There's a saying that says your new life will cost you your old life. Yes. Look, cost will cost you your old life. That means it's, it's you got it's, it's going to cost you. But look what all that you gain in Christ. You know, he does exceedingly and abundantly all that we could ever ask or think, right? He does exceedingly, but because we've never seen the exceeding things of God, because we don't, we, we can't even fathom what it is, it's hard for us to move, right? Because, okay, God, you said exceedingly. You guys ever think about that? You hear that scripture, Oh, he's going to do exceedingly above all that I could ever think I ask. If you really sit on that thing, you're going to be like, I've never seen it before. So how do I know what to expect and what to look for? Because you don't know. And sometimes when it, say, when it says do exceedingly and abundantly, sometimes that abundance can have so much weight. It feels like it's weighing you down if you're not prepared. Right. And in between that, God always tries to prepare us for that prepare us for the weight of the promise because the promise has weight and if you go into that thing and you're unprepared it could crush you your blessing your promise can be a curse because you're not allowing god to prepare you you're not allowing god to 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 make to be that um make you into that new version of your of, of you right you're not allowing god to make you new so that you can be prepared to carry the promise, right? So I have here Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Oh, it is so much in that. This is one of my favorite verses. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. So that means, right, in order to enter into this new thing, see, this is this is things that I've been through, right? You got to forget the former things. You can't dwell on the past. You can't be excited for the new thing and still dwelling on the past. You're, you're kind of just like wobbling in between two, two, two realities, right? You want new, but you can't let go of the past, right? You can't let, let go of who hurt you, what hurt you, disappointments rejection 
right? You can't let that go. You're still walking in a state of unforgiveness, right? You can't walk in a state of unforgiveness and expect got you to walk into the new thing. You haven't let go. You haven't been in resolve of the old thing. So you can't, right? How is it going to, how is the old thing going to pass away? You're not even going to discern the new thing that pops up, right? Uh, your prayers, praise God. <laughs> yes. Praise God. You have to let it go. And I know this for myself. I would go to, I remember going places. I remember going to a conference. I remember, I mean, it'd be random people would just come to me and just tell me, you got to let it go. Let it go. You know, even my family, let it go. And I used to get so frustrated because I'm just like, let what go. <laughs> let what go i wanted at this point i wanted people to tell me what to let go because i don't know what y'all talking about i don't know what you're talking about i'm like i feel like i'm in a space i'm in god what do i need to let go right <laughs> but that prompted me to search god out to see what everybody was talking about and in that searching god out I was really searching in my heart, right? Uh, we look at it as losing something, someone, rather than focusing on what we're gaining. Exactly, right? Yes. Don't don't know, don't know. You know, it reminds me of that. I remember there was something going around social media with a girl. Y'all remember she had the uh, she wanted um, this little thing that was in Jesus' hand. And he had this big old bear behind his back and was just like, you know, you don't let this go, whatever. I got something better for you, right? And that's all it is. That's a sacrifice because the thing is, you know, that's why that faith is important because we don't know, right? We don't know all that God can do, but it does require a sacrifice. It does require us to leave something alone. Yep. It requires us to leave something alone, right? But that thing just, we can't think of, of nothing beyond what is better. And sometimes, you know, we don't even want to leave the toxic thing alone. And that says so more so about us, right? That's my favorite picture. She was holding a smaller teddy bear saying, but God, I love it. Oh, yeah, that's how it went. Yep, she was holding it and he had something behind his back. And she he had his hand out like, give it to me. And he didn't give her. And the thing is, he was, um, he didn't even tell her, I got, you know, anything. He just had his hand out. He just had his hand out. God has his hand out to a lot of us and just says, give it to me. And we, we asking God all these questions, but God, what for? But God, I don't want to let it go. What are you talking about? I don't want to let it go. Well, what you going to do? Trust me. Right? Trust me. If you trust me, look, that song in church tests me up every time. Right? <laughs> you know, if you trust me, you know. And the thing is, you got to know who God is. God will never leave or forsake you. So whenever he tells you to give something up, to leave, to leave your, you know, whatever is familiar so I can do something new. It's hard. It, you got to trust him because he's, God don't set us up to fail, right? He don't set us up to fail. 
you know, them, them demons, <laughs> that Satan set us up to fail, but God never sets us up to fail. Yep, he had the bigger, greater one behind him. That is such a powerful picture. It is. It's definitely a powerful picture because we don't know and because we can't think and because it takes so much processing, right? Like, God, I got to go through all of this, but all that is doing is making you, is, is, is uh, molding you to become, right? A new version of you, new, new. You haven't seen you before, right? You haven't, and I, and I say this all the time, when it comes time for your promise to come to pass, you will not look like how you've been looking. You won't recognize yourself. I promise you, when that promise is coming to pass, it's coming to pass, you won't even recognize that you, you won't even be the same person that you were when you received that word. When you received the prophecy, when you received the dream, when you received um, that in prayer, right? you studying your bible you're not gonna you're not gonna be the same person right you know what god promised you it may require you to be a little bit bolder you know may require requires you to be um uh creative it may require you and you may not be there yet <laughs> and god and, and you'll know because it don't add up you'll be like god you want me to do what and the closer you get he'll show you He'll start feeding you more stuff. Trust me, I ain't talking about nothing I don't know. He'll start giving you more puzzle pieces. He'll start giving it to you, and then it's going to start coming together, right? And you'll be like, I thought it was this, but God is this. Oh, my God. That's it. Yes, you have to become the person who can hold the capacity of the promise. Definitely. Blessings is all about relationship. You have to know him before you can trust him. That's it. And that is all God wants is relationship. <laughs> we make this thing so complicated. God just wants you to have a relationship with him. That's it. I mean, a pure, honest relationship with him. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. You ain't got to pray for them things. You don't have to ask and fast for them things. Some things is a bonus. You go, but the thing is, we 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 worship bonuses. We pray about bonuses. We pray about things that are already going to be added if we just seek Him and we just seek the kingdom of God, right? And that means getting into purpose. Do what you're supposed to do, right? Be what you're supposed to be in the lives of people. That's what it means. And you don't got to pray for a, a house or a car. You ain't got to pray for it. He said in his word, he promised it will be added to you if you just seek the kingdom of God. That's all. You ain't got to pray for that. Whatever you want God to do, he just wants you to seek the kingdom. And when you seek the kingdom, that means you have a desire for the kingdom. That means you you seek the kingdom of God. That means when you seek it, you don't just seek nothing just to be seeking something. You seek it because you have a hunger for it, right? You seek it when you have a hunger for it. And then when you get it, you're going you gonna to rock it out, right? You gonna, Once you get that, you're going to be like, okay, what you want me to do, God? Come on. What you want me to do for the kingdom? What actions do you want me to do for the kingdom? 
and all these things gonna be added. Those are bonuses. What we what we crying for, and what is bonuses. And he just wants us to be obedient. He just wants us to have a relationship with him so that we can hear him, so that we can do what he wants us to do. And we ain't got to worry about the things he tells us all the time. Don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink or wear. Right? If I look after birds, what do you think I'll do for you? (laughs) Birds don't got to pray for no food. Birds ain't got to pray for no shelter. Birds don't have to pray to know how to fly and to get to, you know, they got their own personal transportation, <laughs> the wings. <laughs> they don't got to pray for that, right? So you becoming a new version of you. You know, it's just, re- it requires you to be on that level, right? So I said, Becoming what God wants you to be means you are being made new. So if it feels like God is requiring so much from you, it feels like, well, God, you, I mean, I feel like you trying to kill me. (laughs) You know, I feel like, I mean, I'm not going to recognize myself. That's the point, right? Becoming what God wants you to be means you are being made new. Like I said, you're not going to be, you're going to, he requires you to be new. He's putting his promise in your face because he wants you to be new, right? Think of Abraham. When Abraham got the promise, his name wasn't Abraham, it was Abram. But when that came, now you're Abraham. Now you're Abraham. After you then went through all this testing, you have become new. You have become fit for the promise, Right? You have become fit for it. That's it. But he knows all. He put us in us what we just don't know. We don't know. It's a constant like um, extracting, right? Different tests and different, even the trials that we go through. Don't count them out. The trials and the tribulations that you go through. Yes. Listen, I promise you, it's been like this tightness. In this season, I promise you, it's like a squeeze. I promise you, I feel like it's just such a squeeze (laughs) this season. I'm like, but God even tells me, reminds me, you know, I did it before. Like, you know, my patterns, you, you, you felt this before, you know, what's going to happen on the other side of this. You know why I'm squeezing you. Don't act like you don't know what the squeezing is about. You know why I'm squeezing you. I'm squeezing the oil out, but I'm I'm processing you. You know what this is about. And the thing is, we don't want to, you know, sometimes we don't want to change because we're so comfortable with us. We're so comfortable with the way we think. We're so comfortable with our friends. You guys know like friends are seasonal. People that are around you are for a season. That's why you enjoy and be present with who's around you. And I'm not talking about like they're going to separate you from death. You know, that ain't the case all the way. But they can separate you because God called them somewhere else or called you somewhere else. And there could be like no bad blood. You don't have to argue or get an argument. You just part ways. You enjoy, right, the relationships that he puts in your life. 
getting that oil out the olive. Yes, that squeeze. Getting that squeeze out, right? And it's such a squeeze. But God says, you know what this is? <laughs> he said, you know what this is. And it's like, I'm doing more. Uh, I feel like I'm obedient to him. And I keep feeling the squeeze. I said, oh, Lord. I said, here we go again. I remember feeling the squeeze when I had my, um, it was coming out of the, the roughest years of my life you know, the longest two years of my life, it felt like. And I was frustrated. Like I was up to here in frustration. And that was a squeeze. And I remember I screamed to the top of my lungs, like just yelled and just said, God, what are you doing? Right? I'm like, you promised me and, you know, but what are you doing? I don't understand it because he just put me through that, that, that faith, that faith trip. Right? Like, I want to see if you're going to just try to go and deviate another way and try to create another avenue that I've never created for you. Now you're going to mess it all up. You're going to start making things complicated because you didn't made a whole nother way for yourself. Right? We got to be careful. Don't do that. Right? Sometimes you just got to sit. You got to sit. <laughs> How I got through that those tough seasons in my life is that I worshiped. Literally, I worshiped through it. I just sat with God the whole time. I went to church. I, you know, uh, was in worship. And that's all I did. If I didn't know how to do nothing else, that's what I did. Got in my word, prayed, worshiped, repeat, pray. Got in my word, worship, repeat, right? It was just like, that's all I knew how to do. I couldn't do nothing else. I couldn't fix the situation that I was in, right? It's like sometimes, and you know when it's a God set up, because don't matter what you do, you can't get yourself out of it. <laughs> you can't. It's like, no matter what you do, it's like you sink into another hole or you just, it don't matter. It's just, you're just tired trying to get yourself out of it. And God just wants you to sit there for a season, Right? The squeeze and tug is a battle for identity. The processing is God make you reflect his identity. Submission is giving God the required yes so that he can do the work. Just be still and let God do what he knows best to do. Yes, that is so good. Be still. And that's one thing that in them season, he said, be still and know that I am God. That's so much in it. Yep, worship through it. He said, be still and know that I am God. So when you know who God is, you know he's a God of the come through. That's what I say. You know he's the God of the come through. You know him to be a God that won't fail you. You know him to be Jehovah Jireh, right? You know him to be a provider. You know him. If you know him, know that I am God. God encompasses just so to know him as God, Lord. If you know that, that means intimate. You know, you have intimacy with that to know him. Then when you know that, you can sit still, right? Show can't get yourself out of it. Got to be still. Listen, you'd be like, I give up. I'm not making myself tired for no reason. Some Because sometimes people, when they feel like when they're tired, it's because you feel like you have to do something. No, you don't. You're supposed to wait on God for directions and just... 
sit in the um, just sit up being uncomfortable right <laughs> jehovah come through because he always comes through <laughs> t-shirt yes class you know i be making t-shirts out of what you be saying <laughs> yes that is it i mean i've been in them spaces right it's an extra 30 minutes <laughs> This is a good conversation. I'm going to need you to be on an extra 30 minutes. <laughs> I hate not doing nothing. It's uncomfortable because our flesh, we're so carnal. We always feel like we have to do something because a lot of us, if we want to admit it, we just want to be in control, right? We want to be in control, but you got to understand that we work for God. We don't work for ourselves, right? We work for God and we're a vessel. We should do a nice Zoom call. Look at Glad. <laughs> you know what? That sounds good. I might open that up. Look, subscribe us. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, yeah, this is good. I didn't even have that much on my paper. But like I said, God has got me in the season of um, sitting here and letting him speak, right? And y'all helping me because y'all pushing me, right? Y'all helping me. Y'all pushing me like I'm preaching a sermon and saying, go ahead. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Preach some more. Um, so becoming what God wants you to be means you are being made new. One who experiences Christ is never the same. That's a good idea, Claire. Emotion Monday Zoom post discussion. That is really good. I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about that. That's really good. Um, One who experiences Christ is never the same. So to become a new version of you, to be a new version of you, mean you means you have experienced Christ. That's kind of pretty much what I want to get to. <laughs> One who experiences Christ is never the same. Because sometimes I question for people that say, go ahead, girl. <laughs> for people that say they have had encounters with Christ, but you still ratchet. I don't know. I, I question that. You know, I wonder if people can go back and do the same things and say it. I have had an encounter with Christ. I don't know if you've had if if people have had an encounter with Christ or you've just had if you, or you, if you just been going through emotions. If it's emotionalism, right? Emotions are strong. Emotions can feel like the real thing, right? It's that strong. So emotions and encounters are different. Oh, here's the cut. You know what's coming. Emotions and encounters. Emotions, you can cry. You can roll on the floor. You can even purge. But if you get up the same and talk the same and think the same, you have not encountered God. We have not encountered God. If you can go through all of that and, and go home Go throughout your week, go throughout your weekend doing the same ratchet stuff. You have not encountered God. 
Even Paul had an encounter with God and was never the same. People in the Bible have encountered God, have encountered Jesus, and have never been the same. Right? Never been the same. Jacob ain't never been the same. Right? You know, he walking with a limp. He ain't never been the same. <laughs> he can't even walk right <laughs> after he has en have encountered, got an encounter. So I question that because your fruit speaks of it. If you have encountered Jesus, you are never the same. You are set to be a new creature, right? You knew. You are new. You can't encounter Jesus and be the same. So I'm just like, you ain't encountered Jesus. You were just going through emotionalism. You might be, be at the door, right? If you just push a little further, right? If you just be a little bit more, be more obedient. Walk in a, in a walk of, you know, not doing things, not, you know, drinking and cussing. And if you try that because you love God, you will encounter him, right? You will encounter him. And that's what I love. You know, there are some people that just have encounters. Like I said, Paul was on his way to do something bad. <laughs> and God came on that road, knocked him off his horse. Look, knocked him off his horse. And he, he wasn't the same. He blinded him for a minute, right? Jacob in that limp. Can't even walk right now. <laughs> yes. Now that will preach, right? He can't even walk the same, having that encounter. So you think, yep, you think you could walk the same after you encounter God? You can walk the same way you've been walking. We can walk the same way we've been walking. And you and you out of your out of our mouths say we've encountered God. Yep, His high horse, a place where He. The hey, I can see everything. I, I can, you know. <laughs> so we got to think about this thing for a minute. So 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And I want us to read, to listen to this very carefully because we read this too fast. You know, I'm like, we read too fast. He has such an encounter with God that his name was changed to Israel. Thank you. See, his name was changed too, right? Like Abram was, is Abraham, right? I'm saying. So 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, I'll read it again. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. This is a, this is a fact. It's not asking, are you a new creation? It's saying, you are a new creation. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, so you have to know if you're in Christ, right? You have, you have to be in God, not walking around Christ, not tiptoeing around Christ, not walking on the fence, right? Trying to see if you want Christ. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new cre creation he is right that's present that means fact you are a new creation old things have passed away 
they, they got to pass away. Like that's just what comes with it. Old things have passed away. You shouldn't be able, when you are a new creature in Christ, you shouldn't even have the need to want to relate to anything that was old in your past. Like I can't relate anymore. I don't understand. Some things ain't translating. My spirit don't translate with yours anymore. That's how it should be. My spirit don't translate. <laughs> I, I don't understand what you're talking about, what you're doing. I don't feel like doing that anymore. Like I all of a sudden don't feel like doing the stuff that I used to do with you anymore. Right? Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Right? All things have become new right israel means god prevail amen see name change when you have name changes god has prevailed <laughs> right read slow and see these are statements they are questions read the word exact there are statements read it slow that is a statement if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature, creation. Old things have passed away. That means they passed away. They're not, God, Jesus ain't asking you, is it passed away? Because if Jesus got to ask you that, you ain't in Christ. You're not in Christ. If he got to ask you, is you done with this? Ain't you tired of this? If he asking you, you ain't in him. You're not. Look, word back it up. Because if you're in Christ, this is just things that just happen. Like I said, your spirit won't even be able to relate, to translate. It won't be able to connect with old spirits anymore. Demonic spirits. I, I can't connect with the, the demonic spirits. Yep. You have no conviction if there is no change. Right. Exactly. And see, that's when that come. When you start to tiptoe, uh-uh, you don't do that no more. <laughs> you be like, dang. Like, no, you can't do that no more. Like, you absolutely cannot. No convert, no conversion. A dangerous place to be. Definitely a dangerous place to be. You know, when you don't have no conviction, right? You don't know what's wrong. All right, everything is right in your eyes because it's some if it's something that you want to do, right? Your desire makes it right. I come on, listen. Deshaun need to make some shirts with that. I started to, but I changed my mind. I love it. See, it's sometimes, and I love God in the simplicity of things. A simple phrase, a simple word could wreck you right because it's so simple but we all can relate to that statement i started to but i changed my mind because listen y'all know times where we just want to do something so bad right but the have the power to change your mind that's only given by the holy spirit i changed my mind because we can't do it by ourselves we got to have god to help us change our mind I love that. It was it was so simple, but it was just such a powerful statement. I'm like, Deshaun need to make some t-shirts with this on there. I loved it. <laughs> Old things that pass away, behold, all things have become new. This is a statement. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. 
even if you guys want to put this up and you are like you hungry for Jesus, you want Jesus more than anything. I challenge you to take that scripture and post it somewhere where you can see it. You can even put them on the bottom of your mirror, put it in your car. Therefore, I'm in Christ. You know, put yourself in there. Therefore, you know, I'm in Christ. I am a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You could put that there, you know, so you'll be like, I ain't going to do that no more. I'm a new, I'm a new creation. This is the devil playing with my man, right? This is something demonic playing with my man telling me it's okay to go back, right? And, and, and the devil, put, like, you know, you want to go back. You know, you want to, uh, <laughs> that ain't really you, right? You ain't really changed. You still like them. Look at you. You still got temptation. Look at you. Yeah, we flesh, right? Like, stop making stuff complicated. We flesh. We still going to feel things. We still going to want to do things, but we don't have to do things. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, right? So what is your definition of new in your life, right? Sometimes we get so... Some people will say, well, this is the new me. I want to be new. I'm, I'm new me. This is new me. You know, new, 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 new. But really in translation, what they don't understand is they're basically saying because you're not walking in the direction of Christ. So you walking in something new, but you ain't walking into the newness of God. You walking in something new. You walking into new drama. You walking into new situationships and you walking into new confusion. That's the new. Because it may seem exciting right now. <laughs> it may seem exciting right now because this is just something new. But that doesn't mean that it is the newness of God. Like I said, anything outside of you walking towards, you know, being transformed by God and you calling it new. You either walking into new drama, new situationships and new confusion. Right? Simple. That's all you're doing. You're not what if you're not walking in that direction of Christ, that flesh and that carnal mind are always in enmity with God. Exactly. I'm saying. So I want you guys to think about it. What is your definition of new? Is it a God-centered definition of new? Or is it a new coming out of I'm tired after chasing after Christ? I feel like I can't live holy. I feel like I can't do the things that God wants me to do is too hard. So then you're calling new walking into carnality. Ain't nothing new about that. <laughs> That's just flesh. <laughs> Ain't new. Uh, <laughs> right. Dangling the chocolate cake in front of the greedy girl. No, I like cake. Oh, devil. <laughs> right. Oh, that cake demon. Still got a problem with that cake demon, I tell you. <laughs> I love cake. I love cake too. I promise you. I love cake. But yeah, so we have to make sure that our new isn't something that the devil have, you know, we conjured up in our mind just because we say that because I'm tired of chasing after Christ, right? I'm tired of walking up, trying to walk this way. And the reason why you're tired is because you have not been transformed in your mind, right? 
that means you're not totally sold out on Jesus. You're not sold out. You're not sold out. Because if you sold out, you will surrender to all things. You know, and it's not easy. You'll fight. You know, I, I argue with Jesus, you know, sometimes. So it's not easy. But at least you, you, you know, like they said, you fight the good fight of faith. Like, what else I'm going to do? I'm going to come to the conclusion of following God. But I'm going to wrestle a little bit with some stuff. And here y'all go talking about some treats. That sweet tooth and snack of spirit is rising up as we speak. See, y'all hungry. Clad, we on a fast. <laughs> oh, I know the podcast listeners like, what is y'all talking about over there? <laughs> y'all got to tune in live, my podcast listeners. Y'all, you got to tune in live sometimes. Facebook and YouTube, the Psalms of My Emotions podcast. You got to tune in live sometimes. Six o'clock Central Standard Time. Um. So I want you guys to ask that for yourself. What is your definition of new? Um, And will you become that, right? Will you bring that into an existence, right? And the Bible, what I have, definitions of become, a change of state, come to pass. To be, you know, to become is to be made, grow out of, arise, exist, and emerge. All of these words remind me of, you know, like I said, of to grow out of, to arise, to emerge. It still has to be something that helps you get there, right? It's it's a, a it's a work, it's a process, right? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, it's a process, right? So you just can't just become. It's a process. You can't just decide. You get up and just say, "Okay, I'm gonna do this." It's a process especially when it comes to things of God and what God wants you to do. So I'm going to end it with that question. Will you become a new version of you, right? (laughs) So I thank you guys for tuning in. This was good today. And I fought today like I was coming. Listen, I thought I was coming down with something at one time, but I think it was like allergies or something because I had like was sneezing and things and I had no fever or anything, but just was sneezing and stuff. And I think it was just allergies because I had the windows open and it was raining and I think stuff was stirring up. But um, and I feel OK right now. Y'all see how I got the fight to get on here on Mondays. It, 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 it's been intensifying like. I'm like, I don't feel like getting out here. What am I going to say? I really ain't got nothing to really say about this topic. I do, but I'm like, what else can I talk about? And it's crazy. So you just, you know, I'm being obedient and what God wants me to do. <laughs> but that is a good idea. I am going to consider that having like an after, uh, Zoom, you know, a, a after, uh, what is it? after uh whatever show zoom or whatever after party zoom (laughs) you know we can discuss and set up a room to discuss you know depending on how the subject goes like hey y'all we're gonna have an after party zoom you know after party y'all join me in and jump in yep a post discussion thank you Claire. let me get my words together (laughs) a post discussion i think that'd be good you know what maybe i could set something like that in like the mentorship group since it's a little bit, it's private. 
um and whoever wants to they can join the mentorship group on on uh facebook or whatever i could do that i could do that whoever joins so then that kind of brings people onto the mentorship part and we could talk because that's what i was supposed to do anyway right i was supposed to have after discussions and things see y'all keeping me on track see i've been trying not to chips look now see chips and chat just fat just fat <laughs> chips and chat <laughs> oh lord just in there eating chips on the zoom just crunching on the laugh talking about the subject i mean we could look it's nothing that anybody else will probably see except for who's on the mentorship group <laughs> Oh, well, I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for my podcast listeners. Um, remember, you know, if you want to, people listen to this podcast literally all over the world. Talk chat and chew. Oh, my God. People listen to this podcast all over the world. Literally, um, you can push the podcast if you want to see it expand, right? Because I'm trying to do some things. Uh, try to want to expand you want to support you may not want to be a mentee but you're like you know what i want to support you know you can change the amount to anything that you want to change it to you know mine is is 2.99 which is two dollars and 99 cent a month for the basic level and the second level is 4.99 a month to you know support the podcast and also like i said to get some more of these nuggets right you know i have um things in um stuff on there now one is um how to obtain the promises of god um and i'm also going to deal with like like i said emotional stuff and issues and it's going to be a deeper talk than what i do on these podcasts you know it's going to be like directly like a how-to type of thing right so i thank you guys for tuning in you guys know what i gotta do i gotta get a plan of salvation to the to the peoples right because i never know who is on here, who will listen, that needs Jesus, and I mean, totally does not know how to get him, right? So Romans 10 and 9 states that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. So there's two things you got to do here. You got to confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. And what usually will happen when people read this is that, you know, they'll repent, right? They'll repent before they even start, you know, when it says, you know, forgive me of my sins, right? You'll start repenting. Because, you you know, you'll start to feel, you know, the spirit hovering over you then, right? Because he knows what this means. When you make this confession, you have, you know, he's welcoming you into the kingdom of God. And you will feel that if you mean it with your heart, right? You It's, it's not enough to just confess it out of your mouth, but you have to believe it in your heart that God raised Jesus, his only begotten son, from the dead to you know he died for our sins so that we can have his spirit right we can have the holy spirit which like i said after that don't stop there that means you are in the ark of safety but go and see where god leads you as far as finding a church community 
you know, that will help you to learn more about the Bible, to learn more about the Holy Spirit, you know, and, and that's an emphasis. Get into a church, <laughs> get to a, a, a Christian community that talks and advocates about the Holy Spirit. In this time, we need the Holy Spirit more than ever, right? A lot of us are neglecting the need and, and for the Holy Spirit and the advocacy of the Holy Spirit, but we need the Holy Spirit in this time. Whatever God wants you to do, this love, you need the Holy Spirit, right? Can't, can't do anything without it, right? So I thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, next week, I won't be on because I will be taking a break Monday. My birthday is next Tuesday, uh, the 19th. So that Monday and Tuesday, I'm, I'm not doing anything online or anything. That is going to be my rest coming off this conference from my church. Jesus, I'm, I'm tired already. <laughs> but all right, I'll see you guys um, the week after that. Or listen to for the uh, thought of the days. Be sure to subscribe to um the podcast um mentorship and i think i have the link um just look at the pot the songs of my emotions podcast on apple it should have an option to subscribe you know to that mentorship and then on podbean um it's p-o-d-b-e-a-n and I, I have links. I drop them all the time. So if you guys can just look through where I advertise about the mentorship, click on the link and just go ahead and put what level you want to subscribe on. So I thank you guys for tuning in and I'll catch you another time. Bye-bye.